Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Bitcoin Noise Show. Oh yeah, we're going to clarify all that noise, muffle out all that noise. Tonight is December the 5th, 20. 20 strong hand long-term thinking only the beginning buying over crying personal responsibility is a new counterculture buy and hold compete don't complain conviction be a unique beast fitting in is overrated five digit realm i'm offended by selling hello my elite friends check out friday's show disruptmeister.com follow me on twitter at techball t-e-c-h-b-e-l-t uh yeah all right so if you have questions, I have answers. They can be about Bitcoin. It could be a little beyond Bitcoin. We do a little bit of everything on this show tonight. Just type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. I want to thank Andy Hoffman for telling me about uh, some insider information. While all of you were getting blasted by noise from all over the place, I got some insider information. Yeah, there's a new crypto dividend coming out. The snapshot was actually today. So if you didn't have your Bitcoin, if you didn't control your private key, that's your own fault. I've been telling you to control your private key for a while. Um, anyway, uh, it's an airdrop crypto dividend. It's called Rhombus. And the gimmick has something to do with pr proof of stake right? and Monero. I really don't care what, what it is, okay? This is what I know. I've linked to it below. Andy Hoffman summarizes it. The site is rhom.io. Rhom.io. Yeah, that's how you spell rhombus with an rhom. Remember that from geometry in ninth grade? Pound that like button for Miss Fetter's geometry class in ninth grade. All right. But uh, yeah, so it's called rhombus. You're going to get it for free. Never buy something you can get for free. Uh, you, the site is not. It, it needs some updating. They need to get it on some exchanges. Apparently, it's going to be on one exchange. It needs to be on exchanges that we can easily access to dump it for free. And again, this is the beauty. You know, create your own altcoin. I don't give a darn. I'm about production. And you're producing and you're giving it to free to the best holders on earth, the strong hand Bitcoiners. All right. Bitcoin holders, we understand if you got the insider information from this channel, we get interest from our Bitcoin, not by giving it to BlockFi. I mean, you could do that if you want to, but we control our own private key. We get these airdrops, these forks, which are crypto dividends, part of the crypto dividend process. It's interest on our Bitcoin. And many people do not consider Bitcoin to be an interest bearing uh, asset, but it is. It, it, it bears interest through the crypto dividend process. And many of you know that if you watch this and you've had your Bitcoin at your Trezor. You've never, ever moved it, but you have more Bitcoin because of the crypto dividend process. By getting these forks, these crypto dividends, these airdrops, whatever, and uh, turning them into Bitcoin. So Rhombus, it's linked to below. Not everything is linked to below yet if you're watching this live, but those two are. Um, and yeah, it's good to see that there's another airdrop. There'll be other airdrops in the future. There, there are people saying, is there ever going to be another airdrop? Long-term thinking, people. You got to be patient, okay? Here you go. I gave you another. Is it going to be worth anything? I don't know. But I don't know. Free is free, okay? Uh, so get on some exchanges. Update your site, uh, Rhombus people. And people, again, the, the, the snapshot was today. 
it's already today has passed. December 5th has basically passed where, where most people are. Uh, I think the first day you're going to be able to claim is possibly December 20th. Don't ask me about it. All right. And go to the site or, or go to Andy Hoffman's blog and go just the site list, the Reddit. You can read about it on. You can read about it on their Twitter. If this is not something to ask me. I've just given you the insider information. And to tell you the truth, I shouldn't. I should just talk about it this once and see if people actually have listening comprehension and have paid and know what I said. I bet you. I bet you anything that there are going to be people in the next week that are going to send me DMs. Hey, Adam, did you hear about this rhombus crypto dividend? You idiots, watch the stupid show and listen to what I have to say. You get inside information here. Don't tell me what I already told you. But that's going to happen. It'll happen. And I'll refer them to this show so they can learn not to make that mistake. So, and again, when asking me questions about it in the future, why don't you use your reading comprehension, if you have some, at the Rhombus site and you'll be able to learn about it quite, quite nicely there. All right. So someone just said uh, the, the great, uh, the great just learned Bitcoin. Uh, I want to get out of the hospital so I can be in motion again. Dude, we're, we're wishing you well in the hospital. I, 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 I do hope you get out of there very soon. It's uh we're wishing the best for you. Just learn Bitcoin.com. And, and, you know, dude, if you're in a hospital, you don't have to send me the 500 Mexican pesos. That was very, very generous of you uh, considering your, the circumstances. So please. Uh, when was the last time gold did a uh, crypto, did a dividend uh, reward for holders? Roman Q says never. Of course not. There's never been a, uh, <laughs> that's never, that's a, gold can't do that. Now, just just from, yeah, cryptocurrency is a magical place. It's a magical mystery tour. Uh, All right. So let's uh, let's uh, let's continue on this magical mystery tour of the Bitcoin noise show. Best guest in the space, uh, Brandon uh, Dragon and. BTC Benny, we're on this week in Bitcoin. It's linked to before and below. So speaking about best guests in the space, we also talked about Andy Hoffman. He's been on the show again before. He'll he'll return. Udi has been on the show before. And of course, I've hung out with Udi numerous Sunday nights in Tel Aviv. Well, he's been he's been gone from Twitter, but he's back on Twitter. And he also has a site. Have a, have fun staying poor.com. Have fun staying poor.com. And on that subject matter, he's got some commentary. That's it. There's been enough said on Twitter about this anti-stablecoin act. My thoughts on why this bill is about keeping you poor are here. All right. So uh, Rashida Tlaib and some uh, communists in the Democratic Party, they, uh, they came up with a brilliant idea that will never get passed about uh, requiring stable coins to uh, to have bank charters or to protect poor people. And, you know, they, they, there were all sorts of buzzwords. They even had some uh, guy with some supposed, supposed quote unquote crypto knowledge from some university back them up. And, you know, they, they use these buzzwords, racial buzzwords, financial envious buzzwords. He, he summarizes it the same way I do. He clarifies the noise. But this is a bunch of noise. They want attention. I don't know why. We talked about it on the This Week in Bitcoin show. You can, you can go there too. But Udi's on the same page. It's lack of innovation will keep, help keep poor Americans poor. Okay. She wants to help poor Americans. 
the, the best thing she could do is allow this cryptocurrency to run wild, like freaking Hulkamania running wild. That's what should be going on. Stable coins, Bitcoin, let them all compete. But no, 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 geniuses. <laughs> She's no genius. Like uh, like Tlaib uh, and her ilk over there in the uh, Congress. And there's not many that are like her over there. Thank God. Um, but there are a few. Yeah, they, they think, uh, I don't know if they even think they're helping poor people. They might just be doing this for some special interest. I don't know. But it isn't helping poor people to keep a, and it's not helping Americans. The stable coins will just go somewhere else and poor people in America will not be able to access them because they won't, it'll be much more likely that people of a upper and middle class backgrounds in the United States will have the will and the way and will be able to figure it out. Uh, poor people who never would have been introduced to stable coins in the first time, first place, aren't going to be able to find them in a different country if they don't even know what the heck they are. Uh, but that's what regulation does. It stifles innovation. And yes, go, have fun staying poor. Unfortunately, what she's doing is basically saying if she gets her way, and she won't get her way, um, to, to the poor people that she supposedly loves, uh, have fun st staying poor. And that's not fun, by the way. Uh, so yeah, and uh, I'll link to this. Uh, Congress people speak out against uh, Talib. So yeah, not everybody agrees with her uh, and her throwing around her 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 guilt ridden buzzwords that are just trendy and, and whatnot that that mean nothing. You know how how can uh, stable coins are racist? Stable coins are against poor people. Sure, sure. All right. Economic in, in, Invincibility is a dude that has a channel. I've mentioned him before. He talks about economic issues. He talks about masculine issues. <laughs> he talks about some political issues too. And he, he has been buying some Bitcoin. In the past, he made a mistake and bought some Ripple. He buys stocks, bonds, gold. He buys all sorts of things, okay? So he's not a, he's not a Bitcoin maximalist, a cryptocurrency maximalist, anything like that, all right? BlockFi caught his attention, okay? And other people, BlockFi has been doing a lot of advertisement with, with this new credit card that they have, okay? I talked about the credit card the other day. It's reaching the normies. So him doing a video, I'm, I wouldn't call him exactly a normie, but he definitely gets some normie news. He appeals to some normie people. Um, he thinks outside the box, definitely. But he and the entities around him who, who probably, you know, I think he said the video was suggested by people. Uh, he's been getting these advertisements somehow. And so I got a hand at the block by they're spreading the word. They're getting people interested. And what he did, he, he briefly met the video was it's only five minutes. It's linked to below. The video was only supposed to be about the credit card, the block credit card, but he gets into talking about block and their interest. And again, it shows us that a lot of people are going to get into Bitcoin, quote unquote, Bitcoin, because they want interest on it and they're never going to even hold their Bitcoin. BlockFi, he was starting to talk about, is it better to buy it at BlockFi? Is it better to buy it at Coinbase? You know, th these type of things. We're on a whole new level here. We're talking about where it's, when you get your Bitcoin, where you store it, you take it off Bitcoin, right? you take it off of Coinbase right away. But I would advise anyone, if you want to own Bitcoin, like really own it before you're getting interest on it at BlockFi. Don't go straight to BlockFi to buy your Bitcoin, okay? But a lot of people are going to do that, and that's the free market. I'm not like Talib and these 
I'm not even uh, control freaks, these control freaks who want you, who are going to for, try to force you to do things a certain way, are going to force you to, to enter a space a certain way. Now, you, you, you figure it out on your own, okay? Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I'm going to tell you, I just, in the, the first story, I told you how to get interest without ever moving your Bitcoin, okay? Uh, with the uh, BlockFi, you, you got to give them your Bitcoin, and that's very unfortunate. Um, but it's the video that he's even doing a video on this is a good sign. Okay. So I'm cutting through the noise and I'm just summarizing it. He's, you know, he can be, <laughs> he, he's got a certain, he's got a certain way to him and he can kind of, uh, you know, sting you a little, some people the wrong way, but deep down he's a smart guy and he wants the best economically for himself and he's got an open mind economically. So th there you go. You can watch it. I do not. I do not agree with everything he says. Definitely, uh, but there's a sign of the times. BlockFi is spreading the Bitcoin wor world word, and they're they're convoluting it the way they want to. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about politics real, real fast now, because, um, well, because it's the no there's noise out there. Ben, ben Shapiro mentioned, uh, and I've mentioned this before that. Uh, you know, we, we have people like Tlaib and uh, AOC who are really trying to take the Democratic Party in a radical direction. Um, at the same time, in, in the uh, in what Ben Shapiro doesn't, and you know, he kind of alludes that maybe there could be a split of some sort. And in the Republican Party in, in the United States, uh, Donald Trump is, uh, I, I think he's doing what he's doing to keep his, his name relevant so he can run in 2024 as either a Republican or something else. So I think I would love to see the Republican Party split into a Trump Republican Party and then another Republican Party and the Democratic Party support split into like a communist AOC party and the regular Democratic Party. So there would be four parties out there and there it would be harder to get things done. Uh, at, at the same, you know, it, you would soon learn that this is not a democracy that we're in. It's not. It's, it's a constitutional republic, because in order to in the next presidential election, if there were four parties and one did not get a majority of votes, then it, you you see what happens. It goes to Congress and everything. It's a, it's a, it's a completely different. Pro it's not the people deciding. It's the government deciding. Okay, so uh, I, I would love to see that happen. So everyone, you know, that, that wants to waste their time on politics. Something you can, you can do is just uh, in both parties, you know, cr create a division, create division. It's better for the citizens of America if there are four parties, okay? You know, more competition, the better, the less that's going to get done. Maybe the more principled people will have to be, the more honest some of these politicians will have to be if there's competition, if there if are four parties. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for, uh, you know, Tlaib and, and, and all, all those squad members keep on proposing your stuff. Anger the rest of the Democrats, split off from them, for, form your own party. If you're great, you're, you're so beautiful, AOC. Please form your own party. And Donald, you form your own party too, okay? Everybody form their own – more than four parties. It, it, it will be great. And uh, it'll, it'll teach Americans a lesson in civics also in the long run. But so, yeah, that, that's how – if you want to spend time in politics, spend time splitting up the political parties. It's better than all of us becoming like cutthroat enemies – because there's only two two parties, okay? We don't have to agree on everything.
Um, unity, blind unity is terrible. I, I've said this before. Uh, but uh, the, 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 system, the way it's set up right now, uh, it doesn't seem to be working out that great. And instead of states, you know, instead of, instead of the country physically splitting up, I think it's a lot better for the political parties to just physically split up. Split up. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Thursday's show, I just put in the chat. So watch the Thursday shows. It, it's weird. Um, it's, it's very strange how that works sometimes. Thursdays are like the new Friday now because people don't work on Fridays. It's, it's very strange. Uh, the, the numbers. But who, who knows? Who knows what's going on? Now, speaking of uh, Carl Deniger, real quick. Market ticker, market-ticker.org. He has a uh, white paper about the virus. It is awesome. I really actually need to mention this on the, the Beyond Bitcoin show. Um, I'll link to it below. But he does say that uh, the risk of death from the virus is a result of comorbid conditions produced in large part by following these agencies' recommendations on what to eat not age itself. So what does that mean? What's he alluding to there? I kind of took it mid-sentence. The agencies that are telling you, uh, you know, how to worry about the virus, what, what to wear on your face, the six, the six feet rule, all this arbitrary nonsense that they're just making up. They're the same people who recommended the food pyramid that gave people the comorbidities that made them more likely to get a serious case of this virus. Okay. See, are you going to listen to the, author the quote unquote authorities, the, 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 the smarties, they're not too smart, who told you to, you know, to eat bread all these years, got you fat because it is it's it's based on comorbid. You could be a, a 70 year old and healthy and uh, you're, you're, you're pretty cool. But if you got poor comorbidities and you're over 70 or over 75, yeah, you're, that's, not, that's not too good. That's a, but it's not too good for anything. Uh, but it, the white paper itself is excellent. It is a great summary. Of, he's such a smart guy, uh, Carl Denninger. So speaking about smart guys and pound that like button, Andreas Antonopoulos has a very calming video out there for those of you who get riled up by the noise. R rumors of new Bitcoin and cryptocurrency self-hosted wallet regulations in the U.S. And he says bypassing is easy. And yes, he talks about how uh, the, the Brian Armstrong rumor, which still has not been fully denied yet uh, by the OCC, uh, the OCC said they were not going to make Bitcoin illegal, but they did not address his rumor. And the Brian at the OCC is friends with Brian Armstrong. We talked about this on Friday's show. It's linked to below. But the bottom line is this. Andreas Antonopoulos just says this. If you happen to have your Bitcoin on an exchange, God forbid, and you want to send – and there were these new rules where you have to prove that you're sending it to yourself. Well, yeah, instead of sending it to someone that they might not approve of, well, yeah, you, you would send it to yourself to an address that you could prove was yourself, you, all right? You would get it off the exchange to your trezor and then from your trezor you would then send it to the person that you couldn't you, you would just create an extra hop okay now he points out that the exchanges and the third parties one of the main reasons they don't like this proposed register uh regulation is because it will 
they are worried that a lot of people will figure out why am I keeping my Bitcoin on a third party in the first place? Uh, I don't know if that many people will figure that out, though. Just the way of the world. There's so many temptations. You know, we're talking about BlockFi here. Uh, it's As I said, most people joining the space are going to be used to uh, banks and third parties uh, controlling their destiny. So, hey, uh, I, I, I think Andreas is giving the 80 percent a little bit too much credit. But the, the video is reassuring if you need reassurance about all the noise that's out there. And it's also short. Uh, and in speaking, I wait, I, I, before I get back to Bitcoin here, I do want to say here in Phoenix, I am so impressed. I am so impressed with the productivity of the citizens of this city. Um, I've been to quite a few cities during this panic, this panic prison, this ridiculous overblown situation that we've been living in through since February or March with all these men acting like women. And I of all I have not seen rush hour traffic like I've seen seen here. I have not I've just not seen people going about their usual activities in a normal way as I have seen here in Phoenix. And I am so impressed. I walked to synagogue today five miles each way <laughs> at the synagogue. Children, women, men, all running around, all without fear. It, it, it was the most laid-back uh, synagogue service I've been to um, since all this started. And just everywhere I go. And I've only seen – I only saw one BLM sign here. I don't know if that's a coincidence. Um, <laughs> but I can see why so many people from California want to move, have moved to Arizona, okay? And – the majority of California, by the way, will soon be under a stay-at-home order. <laughs> what a pathetic state. What a pathetic governor and government. And, and, and all of them, Gavin Newsom, the mayor of San Francisco, they don't follow the rules. They go out to dinner with their friends to very fancy restaurants and stuff. It, 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 rules for thee, not for me, you know, that, that type of thing. That's what they do over there. And that's why I'm not going to California. That's why I'm in Arizona. And that's why you, you cannot have an attack vector of owning a house at this time. It, it's an attack vector. You can get into a situation where you end up in a state where you're like, oh, my God, I'm I'm under this terrible uh, – in this terrible shutdown situation. I mean Arizona's right next to California. I mean – and I'm sure you know, people, are, people are saying, oh, no, the Arizona uh, vote numbers weren't true. No, no, they're true. The people from California have moved here and they've just taken their – some of their, their, I guess their Trump hatred with them or something like that. That it's just, it's freedom here. There is freedom. I don't blame people from California. I, I encourage people from California to move to Arizona. Okay, I mean, I've only been here what since when did I get here? Wednesday, Tuesday. I don't know. I, don't, I can't tell what day it is anymore. Um, what day did I get here? Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Because yeah, I got my hair cut on Tuesday in Baltimore. So yeah, I, I've only been here three days, and I, oh no, no, it's it's Saturday now. So yeah over three days and you can tell you can tell it's awesome uh and phoenix is the sixth or the fifth largest city in the united states and it's it's been great uh so great job phoenix arizona uh i'm having a blast here so far and just seeing people act like normal human beings again uh and yeah sure there's some people that are uh, you know everyone could do what they want to do if you want to be scared be scared but don't shut down your whole don't beg the government to be fascistic and pick winners and losers and shut down things and, and just make arbitrary rules up, up, up 
Here in Arizona, there's no, you, you really couldn't tell that things are different. Uh, maybe their traffic used to be worse. I, I, I assume probably it was a, a little bit. But other, otherwise, people, you see people with some masks on and stuff, you really, everything seems pretty normal. Uh, which is not the case in North Carolina or Maryland or California or even Utah. Where, now, Utah was all right, though. Salt Lake City was good. <laughs> what is up with Salt Lake City having hundreds of Black Lives Matter signs and Phoenix having one and Baltimore having like two or something? <laughs> Just Salt Lake City, you virtue singlers. I, mean, I don't know what to say. It was a beautiful Salt Lake City was fun also. I'd rather be in Salt Lake City than be in Baltimore. I'd rather be in Phoenix than be in Baltimore. And I'd rather be in all those places than be in freaking Los Angeles now. And Los Angeles should be the most beautiful of all those places and the most unique beast of all those places. You know, Salt Lake City's got some pretty good mountains and everything in terms of beauty. But uh, in terms of being a freaking unique beast, when Los Angeles is really Los Angeles, there's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. But right now, it is a shell of its former self and a shame and an embarrassment. Um, what's what's going over there? And they Garcetti and uh, and they just get away with it. And they get away with it. Move, vote with your feet. Go come to Arizona. Come to Arizona, and they'll get the hang, they'll, they'll get the feel of it eventually uh, over there. Um, let's see, and just keep speaking the truth here and uh, listening to people who are not a who are a unique beast who who know that fitting in is overrated and are going to tell you what what's on their freaking minds here, baby, in the Bitcoin overlay. Ah, God, why, why are there so many subject matters here tonight? Uh, so we talked about Andreas. What is this? When you have a million people in the U.S. who have seen tremendous gains in their Bitcoin in your constituency saying, don't attack this, you're hurting my pocketbook. It's going to have a big impact on the message to people who get elected to Congress. Uh, this was, I forgot who said this now, uh, a guy named Anil retweeted it, but it was someone who has been on my show before. What's I forgot his name now. Uh, the Indian guy from Seattle. I can't think of his name right now because I'm tired. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, as Bitcoin, it's you know I don't like to be involved in politics or anything like that. But some Bitcoiners are going to be involved in politics, and as you know, in politics, money talks. And as Bitcoiners become wealthier. They're going to throw more money around, sadly, to some of these sociopaths, and they're not going to they're not going to want to uh, do things that are not in the best financial interest of Bitcoiners because they're going to be paid not to uh, to to do things that are bad for Bitcoiners. So good good point on his. So let's uh, you know for those of you who are fiat freaks, you know to to the moon and. Uh, there will be less Congress people. Uh, there will be more Congress people very much willing to become Bitcoin fans because they're being bribed, but still. <laughs> All right. But hey, break it up into four parties. It'll even be better. It'll even be better for Bitcoiners. They'll never, they'll never be a wealth tax or anything like that if, if there are four parties out there. May it happen soon. Uh, but don't worry about it too much. Micro, uh, MicroStrategy buys another $50 million in Bitcoin. I'm going to talk about that more on uh, Monday show, but that's not surprising. Uh, if they're buying another 50 million, you have to assume there'll be plenty of other companies that haven't even bought any yet that are going to buy $50 million worth of Bitcoin. It's only the beginning. Remember, only the beginning, just like uh, the band Chicago says.
Um, all right, what else happened here? I just wrote about Phoenix. Uh, have, have principles. We we have some principles here. The governor of California has no principles. Okay, uh, Kamala Harris, no no principles. They're willing to go whatever way the wind blows. Okay, uh, and all right. So what do we have? Uh, speaking about politicians and presidents here. Uh, we have Roman Roman Q says, do you think the urban people relate re relocating to rural areas will keep their left leaning views? No, but urban people aren't even going to urban people don't generally relocate to rural areas, dude. There's maybe a few like wealthy urban people like from New York will buy like a estate in Wyoming. But when we're talking about regular urban people from L.A. moving, they're going to move to Phoenix. They're not going to move in the middle of the desert somewhere like regular working class, middle class people who've been who are tired of the nonsense of Los Angeles tired of the taxes of Los Angeles, aren't, they're not going to move to rural areas. They're going to move to the cities, okay? And yes, they will keep their left-leaning views and thus <laughs> an urban area like Phoenix will become even more left-leaning. But I do not see um, ur I do not see rural areas becoming more left-leaning because they're just not enough urban people even moving there. And it's only the wealthiest of the wealthy. And some of them already probably secretly vote conservative, okay? <laughs> so no, I, I don't see it changing. I don't see the le people leaving uh, Los Angeles and Chicago and New York messing up rural areas uh, politics. Uh, I, I just see it adding to you know, Salt Lake City and Boise and Phoenix will become more left-leaning. I mean, Salt Lake City, I mean, you already kind of see it. I mean, I think a lot of the leftness in Salt Lake City is brought on by the university and the people who go to the university just settle there. But this, I'm sure there's people from California that have moved to Salt Lake City that have just, that just blindly vote Democrat and they don't really understand. There's a little bit of a disconnect between uh, the political policies they vote in and, you know, their high taxes that drove them out. And they, <laughs> they don't really get it. That, that, that's, that's unfortunate for them. <laughs> and I guess unfortunate for Salt Lake City. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do we, we got? Rocky is in California. Uh, Jojo said, Adam, uh, what is, what is the block fine noise? I just, I just, were you listening at all? Were you listening at all to anything I said before? I mean, I, I said, I mean, they, they got this credit card advertising campaign. I, I would say that's pretty noisy, but it's, it's brought people into uh, it, it's the, the positive is that it, get, it gets a guy like economic invincibility writing about the uh, uh, doing a video about uh, Bitcoin and that, uh, yeah, they, they are very noisy in, in terms of an ad campaign. And people are finding out about Bitcoin because of them. So that's a pot. They're not, they're going to, they're going to want to give their Bitcoin and get interest on it um, and deal with their credit card and whatnot, which is indirect access to Bitcoin. I mean, they'll get Bitcoin if they use the credit card, I guess. But so, so to me, it's, it's noisy. Okay. It's very noisy. And, uh, but there are a lot, there are positives out of, 
their nonsense, having a credit card and having interest bearing whatever they do over there. All right. Moving on here. Oh, man, 31 minutes. Why are these shows so long? Man. All right. I'm just getting all this out of the way. The three former presidents said they'll take the uh, they'll take the shot for the virus. All right. And once they come out with the shot for the virus, Clinton, Obama, and Bush all said they will get on TV and take the shot. Now yeah, people are going to say, "Well, there might be a fake shot." Blah 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 blah. I don't care. This says so much about Americans. Okay, or they know how like. That, that most Americans worship these leaders. You that these guys are all proven liars, all of them, Clinton, Bush, and Obama. And you're going to be like, well, a liar is going to get on TV and take a shot, and that's going to make me feel better. And then I'm going to take a shot because a liar said it was good to take the shot. And I'm just that, that's how I'm going to make my decision based on these political people that we put on pedestals who have are proven liars. Okay, all of them, Clinton, Bush, and Obama, liars. Um, and. and it just it says so much about how collectivist everybody is, how statist everyone is. When people know this is this is probably going to be this will get a lot of people to take the shot. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. This is how people people don't think. They're just like, ooh, leader says take shot. Now it is it is noteworthy. Why isn't Jimmy Carter taking the shot on TV? You know, since he's over ninety years old, you would think. Uh, he would be first in line. He would. He he needs it so much. You know, he's old. When you they said when you're old, you need it. When in fact it's just, you know, if it, you have comorbidities. You know, from what I've heard, Jimmy Carter's quite a healthy old man. So, in reality, I, I bet he's using his freaking brain. He's like, I'm a healthy old man. Why do I want to risk my life by taking some shot when I'm if I get the darn thing, I won't even. Or maybe he's already had it. Who knows what it is. But it is noteworthy that Jimmy Carter isn't isn't going to take it on a TV. There was no mention of him, from what I've heard. Maybe he'll maybe he'll come out and say he will. I don't know. But again, Jimmy Carter's a liar too. Uh, so I mean, don't don't do it because Jimmy Carter don't you know because Jimmy Carter is not doing it doesn't that's not a reason not to do it. The reason you don't do it is because you come up with a logical explanation like why am I a healthy thirty year old. Would I even need a vaccine for something that's not going to do anything to me? A, a untested vaccine. There's your logic right there. But most people aren't going to be, do that. They're scared out of their pants. Um, you know, Eric Garcetti said to lock yourself up for weeks and weeks, and they just do it. Oh, God. Now, speaking about some noise out there, Bloomberg had some noise. Bloomberg uh, CZ, the guy from... Uh, Binance. Here, I'll, I'll read you it. Bloomberg Business Week named Binance CEO Changpeng CZ Zhang to its Bloomberg 50, its annual list of important people. Okay, so Bloomberg 50, important people like uh, Kaepernick and Fossey. You know, I'm going to vomit when I hear that Kaepernick and Fossey are considered, but Bloomberg can say whoever they want to say is important. So it's just showing you how, how big cryptocurrency has become now that. This generic mindless list, clickbaity, disgusting list, uh, puts a cryptocurrency guy on it. So my take on that noise, because that list is a bunch of sickening noise of sickening people. Um, some of these 80 percenters who worship stuff like that from Bloomberg, 
uh, we'll, we'll find out about the cryptocurrency and Bitcoin because of that. So very good, very good. Okay, I'll talk about that global mindset next time. All right, real quick, we'll end it with the uh, with something that hasn't been very noisy lately. Our buddy uh, Ego Coin Hex. Uh, that 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 price is still down. Those 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 trolls haven't been here lately. But I do want to say something. Some people are saying that Richard is exit scamming on them. No, 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 no. This isn't his exit scam. He's still there. He's still there. It's just a matter of time uh, before he gets his you know inner circle of followers really screaming to the outer circles and, and, and getting all the people to take another leap of faith and to get his little mini mass movement going. And, uh, you know, it was expected that the price would uh, crash and he warned them, but a lot of people didn't understand, you know, he's got a lot of 80 percenters following him. So they're, they're panicking and, uh, they will eat it up again. They will eat up his lines, his, you know, this is the next Bitcoin thing. But how many times can he pull it off, though? How many times can he rinse and repeat with that? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't really care. Um, I'm just the net. <laughs> what I care about is that he just gets it back to the price where I dump it all again. But it, it, it's still below my dumping level. Now you're saying, Adam, how if it never pumps again? You'll you'll uh, you'll end up with a bag of it. Yeah, I will, I guess. But I got it for free, so who gives a darn? <laughs> but I I, I have uh, I. I know his cult members are pretty loyal, and uh, so he hasn't—he has not disappeared. So it's not an exit scam. He is there. I'm not saying he's ever going to exit scam, but to, to say it's an exit scam now—that that's incorrect terminology. It's just the price has crashed. He, he's still there, and he's still saying the same stuff that he was saying before. So there's like really no change in policy. And it, it's just his uh, his impulsive followers um, are, are a little panic stricken now. Uh, let me see if there are any other questions. But it hasn't been very noisy this week uh, coming from them. You can get shirts like this listed below. All right. That's it. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Pound that like button. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'm Bitcoin Meister on Parlor. Let's do the crypto Parlor thing. Hashtag over there. It's been a lot of fun. I will see you guys tomorrow on Beyond Bitcoin where we'll talk about uh, some of these matters we already talked about tonight and some other ones. So see you later. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you.